Good morning, everyone. Now today, I know uh, myself, we uh, reflect on the commandment for, all, uh, for us to love God with all our heart, our mind and soul, uh, all our strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Now that love really requires sacrifice. I think some of us uh, might be aware of this. Maybe just, uh, maybe some of us might not. Um, some of us might see it just in our family life, just in the devotion that we give to our family, all the buckets we pour ourselves into, we see that perhaps to love others does require that sacrifice. But no matter where we are, our knowledge of that, it's important for all of us to know what that sacrifice looks like. Because all of us are called to love God and love our neighbor as ourself. And so what does that sacrifice look like? Well, in the readings today, we see exactly, uh, it's described to us what that sacrifice looks like, and it's really giving of our entire livelihood over to the Lord. And so let's dive into the scriptures and see how it explains to us uh, just what that sacrifice looks like in loving God. And so we see in the very first reading, the book of Kings, and we see that in a time of great famine, we hear the scene uh, of a woman, a widow, at Seraphath. This widow is gathering sticks to prepare a final meal, gathering sticks for the fire, prepare a final meal, the little she has left in this famine. And as she's doing so, the prophet Elijah comes up to her and um, he asks her for hospitality as he too is wandering through the desert in the midst of this famine. And as he does so, and as she does provide some water, she then reveals to the prophet her predicament. And so what did the prophet say to her? That she reveals to him that this is all she has left, and after this, her and her son are prepared to die. He encourages her, saying, giving hope in the promise of the Lord, saying that her flour will not go empty and the jar of oil will not go run dry till the famine is finished. And then he challenges her and says, go, do not be afraid. Make a cake, make some food for yourself and your son, but first bake one for myself. And then, uh, one for you and your son. And so we see that in doing so, as she bakes that cake for the prophet, she's giving what little she has left to sustain her life and her sons to the prophet. What little she has left. So now she has less for herself. So we see already that she is giving a bit of sacrifice of what she has to the Lord, to the prophet. But this giving is really literally her giving of her life, since this is all she has left, literally giving of her livelihood. We also see in the gospel, again, another episode of a poor widow who this time is donating money to the treasury. And in the gospel here that uh, in the midst of uh, many who are wealthy pouring in their wealth, their surplus wealth into the treasury of the temple, this poor widow only having two small coins Everything she has, she gives it to the Lord. And Jesus, perceiving this amidst uh, all the hustle and bustle, all, all the activity, perceives this and tells the disciples that she has given more than all those who have given out of the surplus of their wealth. Jesus said in the gospel, for she has given of her entire life, of her livelihood. And so some of us may see why this could be a sacrifice, but why is this a sacrifice? What is so sacrificial about this? 
Well, truly because what they are giving, the both widows in, this, uh, in both accounts of the readings, not giving out of their wealth, the wealth of their food, of their possessions, or their money, they're giving out of their substance. Their getting is their very lives, and that gift is costly to them. They give so much that they have to put their lives radically in, uh, in the providence of our Lord. And so these are examples of what it means to sacrifice as we love God. And as you all hear of it, maybe some of us might say, well, I might not want to sacrifice like that in my life. And if that's you, the sacrifice in our love for God and neighbor, uh, it might be because we have not yet experienced the love of God in a deep way. And for some of us, perhaps we do want to give of our livelihood to God in that way. And if that's so, I offer two concrete examples in which we can do so. The first one is by offering the, what's a valuable commodity for many of us is time. Some of us, we have, are very busy with our family lives, our lives, our duties, our obligations, taking care of our family. Many of us are busy with our work, uh, pouring ourselves into that as well. For many of us, time is important uh, because now we have a lot of free time, perhaps in that stage of your life. A lot of time for recreation to do what you want. For other of us, perhaps time is, uh, feels more valuable or precious to us because we see we don't have enough of it, a lot of it left. Well, in all that precious commodity of time for you, one way in which we can love the Lord and giving of our livelihood is giving a substance of that time to the Lord, not just a surplus or time here and there, but a time of, of but part of our time that is costly to us. One that literally is giving what is important, our livelihood to the Lord. So maybe that means carving out some time, precious time in your day to give to the Lord for prayer, for formation, for reading the scriptures, for service to others. Maybe for some of us, it's really offering the Lord this new time, this, this free time we have, our recreation, saying, Lord, how do you want me to use this? How do you want me to use this newfound free time? And for some of us other, that little time we have left is saying, Lord, I give this all to you. Again, how do you want me to use it? So that's one concrete way in which we could give, begin to give to God that sacrifice of our life to the Lord. Another way is money. For some of us, money is a little tight, and we can't afford to uh, spend expensively on so many things. So perhaps a concrete way of giving out of, not of our surplus, but out of our substance, saying is tithing, for example, to the church. Tithing to the Lord when you think that we can't afford to do so, when it doesn't look like uh, it'll be smart to. That's two, those are two ways, time and money, we can give concretely to the Lord. Maybe some of other of us, maybe all of us are wondering, so these are good examples, but why? Why am I called to give of my life to the Lord? Why am I called to sacrifice and love the Lord in this way? Well, the answer is, it's because God has first loved us. And many of us are familiar, just to give an illustration, many of us are familiar with the image of the sacred heart of Jesus. For those who don't, it's a devotion that began in the 18th, 18th century, 18th, 19th century, where Jesus appeared to a French nun in order to show, nor through her, to reveal to the world the great love he has for all of humanity. 
And so he reveals to her his sacred heart. And in that sacred heart, he explains that heart is beating with love for all mankind. And so some of us might see images of the Lord Jesus, of that sacred heart image, where it says in the very center of his chest, it shows his heart exposed. And you might notice too that in that heart, it's surrounded by a crown of thorns. And if you imagine, then that heart, which is living, beating, and you notice that every time that heart beats, that heart falls so full of love for you, every time it beats, it comes into contact with the crown of thorns. And that shows us the kind of love that God has first loved us with. God has loved us through sacrifice. God has loved us with a sacrificial love, the love of on, on the cross. And because God has loved us in this way, when we experience that love, we are able to respond likewise. We will want to respond in the same way, sacrificially, in love, giving of our entire selves over to the Lord.